read a story about this woman who had suffered for many years of her life with osteoarthritis, scoliosis, and a herniated disc, so that she was in constant pain, hunched over, and that was dependent upon a wheelchair for any great length that she needed to get around. Excluded from so much because of her condition. A woman who might easily be forgotten about or go unnoticed in a crowd. A woman who might easily have a difficult time seeing that around her because of how hard it would be for her to bring her neck up and simply look out at what was right in front of her eyes. This woman had gone to numerous doctors and specialists throughout the years, and yet no one seemed to be able to help her, until she encountered a woman who specialized in the treatment of scoliosis, who introduced her to yoga. The woman agreed to trying out yoga, and so every week the specialist came out to her house and led her through a series of yoga postures. Over time, this is what happened. In a matter of a few weeks, the woman was able to go from that hunched over position to finally being able to straighten up for the first time in so many years. And you can see how much happier she is, how much more she was able to do, even returning to driving once again. It was nothing short of a miracle for this woman. I imagine the same for the, t the woman in today's gospel. Now, who knows if Jesus worked through her through a series of yoga poses or not, or if he was simply able to speak the word of healing, and it happened. But it, too, was nothing short of a miracle. The story today is unique to Luke's gospel, and it's more than just a story of healing. It's also a story of salvation, and it's a reminder to all of us when we lose our sight, when we lose our perspective, like the leader in the synagogue who had become so focused on his interpretation of the law, of keeping the Sabbath, of refraining from work, of lifting a finger on the Sabbath, that he had lost sight of the entire reason that that law existed in the first place. He lost sight of the true intention of what Sabbath was meant for. This time of connection to God. To stop what you were doing, to stop from the work of your life for rest and for renewal. To be able to offer to God in thanksgiving all that you were able to for what God has done for us. It was also a time for justice and for community, the very things that mark who God is. It seems so obvious to us when we hear it today. Why wouldn't you do what you could if you could help someone, even if it was on the Sabbath, even if it required you to lift a finger in work? The tone of the voice, though, of the synagogue leader seems to suggest that if she has gone on for 18 years like this, surely she can wait one more day. 
But Jesus rebukes that. He goes against that line of thinking of let's just wait until later and says, no, now is the time. This is exactly what the Sabbath is meant for. And notice the good news here, both for this woman and for all of us who hear this story today. Jesus sees her. He sees her in the midst of the crowd. He sees the person who is of little status in that world. First of all, for being a woman, and maybe even possibly a widow. For there is no mention of family around her helping her by her side. And furthermore, she is disabled. Can you imagine how hard it must have been for her to get to the synagogue in the first place? Think of how much work it must have taken. Think about how her view must have been solely focused on the ground so that she might not have even realized whose presence she was even in. And notice that Jesus sees her. He not only sees all that ails her, but he sees the worth and the dignity and the goodness within her. He sees what she is capable of. And he speaks a word of freedom to her. And then he touches her with compassion and love. And immediately, she is able to stand up straight. And then what does she do next? She began praising God. The verb there is not in the past tense. It's an imperative verb, which means that it has a continual action to it. She doesn't just thank you, say thank you to Jesus and then go on about the rest of her day. She is continually praising God in thanksgiving. It is the perfect posture for what the Sabbath is intended for. Praise and thanksgiving of God. Awareness of God's presence in our lives. Offering what little we are able to in simple thanksgiving for all that God has done for us. But just as quickly as she is restored, connected closer to God and to the rest of the community, the, the synagogue leader is so quick to cast judgment on her by saying that there are six days in which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be cured. You notice that this woman never asked to be cured. She never once sought Jesus out for healing. But he saw her. He gave her the gift all on his own. Jesus then stands up to her and restores her status by calling her a daughter of Abraham. This uncommon expression in the scriptures, but a way to include her as one of the children of Abraham, one of the multitude of descendants that God had promised to him. He includes her in the kingdom of God. It is of great honor for this woman who was looked down upon before, who was separated from the rest of the community before. And then we hear about how shame is brought upon all of those who sought to restrict honor and inclusion from people such as her. 
And the story concludes with all of the crowds around praising and rejoicing what it is that Jesus has done and is doing among them. It's a great story filled with so many layers. Where do you see yourself in this story? Do you see yourself today as this woman who is so crippled over by the weight of the pain that you carry? By the things that you have been taught or have been led to believe that you can't quite shake? Or do you find yourself struggling and wondering if you are the person that has lost sight, that has lost perspective, or that you find yourself waiting, even when you know that you have something to offer someone else right now? Chances are we've been a little bit of both of those throughout various times in our lives. But for here and now, who is the woman who is crippled in pain around us? Who is the one that we need to extend a hand to in order to make sure that they know that they are included as a child in the kingdom of God? And who do we need to stand up against in order to bring them back, in order to help point out to them that their way of seeing is off base, that their way of thinking is not how to bring about the kingdom of God. These are the same questions that our larger community is crippled with right now. All those who are crippled by the injustice of poverty and lack of education, lack of jobs, and that list goes on and on. But in the midst of all that surrounds them, people who keep on doing everything that they can to keep Sabbath, to keep following God's ways that lead to peace and grace and love and mercy for one another, that lead us to God and not away from God through that of violence or anger or blame of one another, what is the posture that we are to take this day on the Sabbath? We can take some wisdom, first of all, from our first lesson that Jim read. Written at a time, maybe not on, that unlike that of today, where people are coming back from exile and are feeling hopeless, feeling as if God is far to be found. But the prophet speaks a reminder to all of them that when we call upon the name of the Lord, we hear spoken in return, here I am. As we trust that to be so this day, we do well, like the prophet said, not to point our finger in blame at one another, not to speak evil of one another, but instead to simply keep giving food to the hungry, doing what we can to help those who are afflicted in whatever need they have. And by keeping the Sabbath day holy, by taking great delight in the Lord and the promises that the Lord has made to us, because when we do, our eyes will become wide open 
and see that Christ has been with us all along, telling us that the time for yoga is now, people. The time for us to simply be able to offer what we are able to in thanksgiving for what God has done for us is the perfect posture for all of us this day. Amen.